Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now we're moving closer to the 5 o'clock hour. We will have the Moist Line people lined up for you and... Uh, the mob will help us throw some hacks into Satan's Lake of Fire. When was the last time we pulled this out? It was July, I guess, is what we found out. So it doesn't come out very often. It's like the Lifetime Achievement Award for the worst of the hacks. You'll see who that is coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, we are now going to talk to John Kupal from the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. There is another proposition on the ballot. There's a lot of proposition abuse going on this year. Prop 30 would uh, tax wealthy people another 1.75 percentage points. Believe it or uh, not, the title of it is Provides Funding for Programs to Reduce Air Pollution and Prevent Wildfires by Increasing Tax on Personal Income Over $2 Million. Actually, it's a huge benefit for Lyft. That's the real story, and John Kupal is going to explain it to us. John, how are you? Pretty good, gentlemen. How are you? We're uh, fine. We're good. Uh, all right. It's your job to explain this uh, ridiculous proposition. Well, first of all, I think people just need to know it's another tax increase in one of the most heavily taxed states in America. Uh, we already have the highest income tax rate uh, in America at 13.3%, and this would add, as you just said, 1.75% on top of that, ostensibly for these green projects. Now, it's kind of interesting how it got here. You know, the one of the most out-of-control state agencies is the California Air Resources Board. It, it, it put a demand on the rideshare companies, Lyft and Uber, to convert, I believe, 90% of their fleets to all electric vehicles by 2030. Uh, Uber isn't so much involved in this, but Lyft was looking at its bottom line, and it, it thought, well, we could either pay for this or we could find some other way to pay for this, Let make, make the taxpayers pay for it. And what they've came up with, of course, is let's find a way to soak the rich. And as you guys know, uh, taxing the rich is, is a blood sport in California. Yeah. Um, but, but, but I think the poly, you know, for all the people out there go, are thinking, you know, what do I care? I don't make $2 million a year. 
people do need to care, and here's why. And this is why I think one of the reasons why Gavin Newsom has even come out against this, is, and that is he has seen the significant flight of high-wealth individuals out of the state of California. Even the San Francisco Chronicle had a headline that said, during the pandemic, uh, uh, high-wealth individuals moved out and took billions with them. So there is a recognition that the high tax rates in California are having an impact on just not just the middle class, but high-wealth individuals as well. Well, many of the people who earn their wealth in tech don't have to work uh, in the city where the company's located anymore. They can conduct business from anywhere, especially low-tax or zero-tax states. That's absolutely correct, and this is what we've seen. Uh, we're competing against states like Nevada, Texas, Florida, Alaska, Washington, all of which have a top marginal rate of zero. That's no income tax at all. And when we're already imposing 13.3% on high-wealth individuals, uh, it would not surprise me, and I'm not privy to any of the conversations that Gavin had with his friends, but it, it wouldn't surprise me that some of his friends said, you know, Gavin, 13.3 is heavy enough. There's just so much we can do for tax avoidance. But as you say, I mean, you know, right right there in Orange County, I know of a wealth management firm that, that although the wealth management firm is still in existence, still has the same number of employees, they bailed out of Newport Beach, and they now have their brokers in Hong Kong, Miami, Austin. They just they just scattered, um, and, and so this is what this is what people need to understand is that if you think you can keep wealthy people here, that that is that is a false notion. I think it was Milton Friedman who said, "There's nothing more mobile than rich people and capital." So this is not to say the rich shouldn't pay anything. It's just when we when we're making these policy decisions on taxes we have to think about the long-term impact how would lift benefit here they 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 raise all this money with this rich person's tax right. lift sponsored it how how do they end up with the money because right now the business model as far as i understand it is uh if i apply to be a lift driver i'm using my own car so now Lyft is going to take this money and use it to, what, buy electric cars for their drivers? How does this work? Yeah, uh, what, what the money goes into is three separate pots. And I believe it's like uh, 35%, 35%, and then 30%. The, the 30% is for fire protection, and, and that's another story. They always use, like, this is what we saw with Prop 19. They always use fire protection because that draws votes. Even even though it doesn't really do anything, the other the other bigger pots go into charging infrastructure, and then rebates for purchases of electric vehicles. And I think that's where where Lyft comes in is that whether they buy the cars for their drivers, whether they buy them to lease them to their drivers, or whether the drivers want to buy them themselves. If you've got a big subsidy out there, it certainly helps. Now, missing in all this, the firefighting, the charging infrastructure, and the rebates is something that's very important, which is electrical generation. There's nothing in here about about where are you going to get the power. And and as you guys know, it wasn't that long ago that at, in one breath, our, our elected leadership was telling us 
um, we, we're not going to sell any more uh, gas-powered vehicles after 2035. And by the way, can you please turn off your uh, – don't plug in your electric cars uh, until 9 o'clock because the, the grid is being stressed. So there's nothing in here that actually addresses the issue of power generation which we believe is probably the bigger problem that California has right now. Um, your offices are up in Sacramento. And, uh, and Los Angeles. Right. They don't understand. I, I, don't understand. I don't get the block here. They, they, they must know that in order to satisfy this electric car mandate, they have to create an electrical grid that, that, that's going to be um, available for everyone to use. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand how they how, how they don't have plans to. They're going to have to dramatically increase the size of the electrical grid. Very, very substantially, and and uh, they, you know, there were some who are the very progressive environmentalists who believe we can do it all with solar and wind. I don't think anybody who's rational believes that's true. Now, for you know, we're beginning to see some movement on the political left that they, they're finally begrudgingly acknowledging that nuclear may be the way to go. And, in fact, there, the Diablo Canyon nuclear power plant got a new lease on life. I believe that the governor authorized a one-year extension. And it would not surprise me to see, uh, although California has a prohibition against the construction of new nuclear power plants, that might go by the wayside, but even if it doesn't, then adjoining states like Nevada and Arizona might, who are a lot smarter than we are, um, might start building these small, very safe, uh, small-scale nuclear power plants as a way to, uh, to, to buttress the, the, the grid. So there are ways we can provide power. It's just that there's this radical element that doesn't recognize anything other than wind and solar, which, of course, is extremely unreliable. Well, all right, John. One day it's going to all come crashing down because it can't. It can't continue on this path. Yeah, just uh, you know, make sure you have plenty of candles and uh, and a bicycle <laughs> and all that stuff because it's going to come crashing down, like you say. All right, to John Kupal from the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. Thanks. Thanks. And yeah. again, uh, he was here to talk about Prop Thirty, which is pushed by the uh, rideshare company Lyft as a way of getting electric cars to their drivers by soaking the wealthy and using the money to subsidize the purchase of electric cars. And, of course, they throw in this phony thing about preventing wildfires. <laughs> but that got in the title of a ballot measure, which shows you how rigged this whole thing is. Oh, yeah, because uh, the, whole, the whole system's corrupt. <laughs> Everybody's corrupt. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. I'm desperately looking for signs that there's going to be a sea change. Mm, yes. Uh, San Francisco Standard is an online news site. They have a poll out that they've just released. Um, and boy, uh, it looks like San Franciscans hate everybody. Uh, the mayor, London Breed, uh, disapproval, 64 to 36. The Board of Supervisors, they disapprove, 77 23. The Police Department, they disapprove, 59 to 41. The public school system, they disapprove 69 to 31. Now, are they going to vote differently? I don't know. Well, don't they know. ousted a couple of school board members yeah. in that DA, but yeah, I don't know what they got up on the ballot this year. I don't think she's up this year. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think so, but uh, there's a lot of discontent. And, and according to uh, one thing I read, uh, Asian voters are a much larger percentage of the vote than they used to be. 
And uh, the Asian voters aren't voting woke the way everybody thought they would. Oh, that's a good sign. Yeah. People thought they would? Well, yeah, everybody. I thought they were made fun of as like the model minority. Remember, wasn't yeah, there? A, they, that's what one of the school board members got in trouble for they, up in San Francisco, picking on Asian people. They, they were expected to always vote Democrat, that they were under the umbrella of people of color. Yeah, I And they I did didn't vote Democrat for a long time, but. Uh, yeah. They didn't, they didn't cross over into this far left progressive in, insanity, I guess. Yeah, there's a story that uh, despite defunding claims, police funding has increased in many U.S. cities. Uh, says here that uh, ABC-owned television stations examined the budgets of more than 100 cities and counties and found 83% are spending at least 2% more on police in 2022 mm. than in 2019. Yeah, that one really ran its course in 2020, didn't it? Yeah, that was that was a, a dud. That was the worst issue that any political party ever tried to run on. But, you know, they're still stuck with that stain, and that's going to have an effect on the elections next month. Yeah, there was uh, such a belief that uh, what happened to George Floyd was happening everywhere, and we need to defund the police because they're killing all of us. It was an unbelievable story that isn't, they got going, and it led to many nonprofits being formed and raising money. And isn't public hysteria fascinating? Uh, a public, uh, public, uh, like a nervous breakdown. Right. It, it, it. I mean, you understand now how like the Salem witch hunts could have happened, because a society can spin itself up into a frenzy and believe in utter destructive nonsense. And, and, it, and it takes a while, it takes a couple of years before people calm down and start looking around and saying, the hell was that about? What was to fund the police about? Whose idea was that? Who thought that was that, that was uh, The activists came up with that, and it just had a great ring because at the time in the summer of 2020, there was just wild protests going on in the streets. Hysteria. Right. That was the solution. It was a contingent. Oh, the other one was to reimagine the police. Remember that one? Yeah, I know. Oh. Boy, they had buzzwords and euphemisms, and it was nonsense. The word reimagine is nonsense. What they wanted to do is take the money and create new phony social service bureaucracies with the cash. Right. That's all. They weren't reimagining anything. When you're, when you're in trouble, you got a bad guy in your house, you only need one thing. You need police with a gun. That's it. <laughs> Nobody's improved on that. Yeah, that's really a bad idea. So, uh, well, because I'm looking, uh, guess who wrote an editorial for the El Segundo Times today? George Gascon. Oh, you know what it's called? What? Yes, I'm with the Blacks. On that <laughs> audio recording of the city council members, Nori Martinez disses Gascon by saying, oh, he's with the Blacks. Well, then it's not a slur. That not. Everybody was cr criticizing her harshly for saying that. And now he says, yeah, I am. So she told the truth. Well, when you read the editorial, though, you know, he covers himself by saying, yeah, I'm with the blacks, but I'm also with the Latinos, the Cuban-American people. I'm with the, the indigenous brothers. Uh, uh, I'm he, not only with the blacks. Did he mention he uh, white but people? Here's something I wanted to point out that's deceptive in his editorial. And it's it's very clear if you know what you're looking for. I'll read you this paragraph and you tell me what's wrong. I am with the blacks because in L.A. County, black people are victims of crime disproportionate to their population size. 
Black people are 8% of the population, but were victims in 24% of hate crimes. So that's what he picked out to use. Hate crimes are a very tiny number. Right. The, but the unfortunate black, truth is that blacks are often victims of crimes by other black people. That's right. Young he black, won't touch that with, any, with a 10-foot pole. He's not going to touch and, that and, in his editorial. And, well, and he, he wants to just use the hate crime number. Right. And he, well, and, and that's clearly that's carried out by other races in the, for the most part. And and that, and that is, that's what he likes to run with. Okay, but what does that tell you about him? He's dishonest. He's completely he's per, dishonest. He's purposely misleading people. He knows that the biggest killer of young black men are other young black men, overwhelmingly. Right. Overwhelmingly. And he knows that. And he doesn't put that in his uh, column. And he, he misdirects by coming up with, with hate crimes, a hate crime statistic. The hate crimes are a tiny, insignificant portion of the they crimes. Are very, and, and the category is very broad. Hate crimes can just include someone, you know, yelling a slur at you. Or, right. Well, sometimes they're called hate incidents, hate crimes. It should be something charged, but they're not always charged either. No. So it's, no. it's no, they, you're right. They, it's a small number and a nonsense number. But it's, it's propaganda. And, of course, the Times publishes it because they publish propaganda. They don't publish truth. They pub, they pub, their stuff is either lies or uh, it's very misleading at best. Right. Then the next time in this editorial, uh, he picks out uh, black people, not just because they're victims of hate crimes, but they're also oh, victims of police crime. There you go. Mm. Disproportionately, mm -hmm. uh, they are... Uh, Attacked by police. He's a fanatic. We, he we, is a fanatic. This right. is this is a bizarre age of fanaticism on so many fronts. And there's got to be a correction coming. There has to be. We cannot have fanaticism run all these sectors of our public life. It's very destructive. Looks like he left you out. That This means I'm standing with the black community, Latinos, Oaxacans, Armenians, the Jewish community, Asian Americans, Pacific Islanders, LBGTQ community, and with women. Oh, so white. So men? I guess those are all the groups that were dissed in the recordings. Is oh. that what I'm reading? Yeah. Oh, I see. So uh, white yeah. men? No. He got I, me. <laughs> but, oh, that's right. You were included. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The Jewish community. <laughs> they, but he did well. They did diss white guys in that. They said a couple of things about. Uh, uh, do you remember that part of the recording? Oh, I, yes. They you, were talking about the white members of the LA City Council. They have all the power and all that stuff, mm -hmm. or something like that. You got to go to the white guy, or something like that. She said. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, more. no, she uh, she sprayed uh, all her venom on everybody. Yeah, they, it, was, they, it was quite a performance. They fired in all groups evenly. All right, we got more coming up. Yeah, Johnny Kent Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We will get the Moist Line people for you. They're revved up and ready to go at 520 and 550. And in between, we have Hackin' a Dumpster special edition today. It is Satan's Lake of Fire. Find out who's going to be uh, disintegrated into the vat of uh, bubbling, boiling acids. Yes. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. They're going to get vaporized, and you'll get Vapor. to hear them vaporize. You Very do. You actually hear the sound of, uh, yeah. You hear the suffering, the screaming, the vaporization. There it is. It is. Sounds like bacon cooking. That's, that's what it'll be. That's what happens to you. You're here, they'll, the, you'll hear their fat uh, sizzling in the hydrochloric acid. That's why. That's what you guys should do to really bother Deborah Mark. Just spray around some bacon smells all over the studio <laughs> in the hallway. Oh, you should see when Gary and Shannon make sausages or something in the morning, and the studio, oh, yeah. the hallways start to smell like smell like it all. <laughs> Does Deborah Mark get worked up over that? Or just notice it. Uh, it's 
gotten her a couple of times. She's she's noticed and be like, there was this. a really foul smell uh, earlier this week. Oh, hmm. uh, when I came in. Oh, there really? was a whole issue with the bathroom. I think on Monday. Oh, that was no. a bathroom odor. Yeah, I think so. Oh, it smelled like somebody's lunch. <laughs> Sometimes it's the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> this was the. <laughs> Uh, After oh, here's a good headline for you. Elon Musk is hinting he will pull Ukraine's crucial Starlink internet because a diplomat from Ukraine told him to F off when he suggested giving territory to Putin. Remember Elon Musk's uh, way to end the war a couple of weeks ago? He put out there on Twitter his peace plan or whatever. Some of that didn't go over too well with the Ukrainians because it seemed like a capitulation oh, we, a bit to well, Putin. Well, yeah, so. it's to give away some of the land. Right. To, to satisfy the Russians. But uh, Mr. Genius is wrong. It's not going to satisfy the Russians. And Putin wants to control a lot more than just a little uh, sliver of Ukraine. He didn't go through all this just to get a few eastern uh, provinces. That That's uh, really silly of him. Well, he's saying it costs SpaceX $20 million a month to maintain the Starlink services, and they cannot sustain the cost. Well... So apparently that's been helpful for them to figure out, you know, Russian positions and such as satellite communications or it's well, it's given them an internet in the, uh, uh, in the early months. Right. When, uh, you know, Russia had uh, shut down their electrical grid. Right. Right. You know, because that was, that was linked to the satellite. Right. And it says here, Moscow has moved a fleet of 11 nuclear capable jets, more than 1500 miles to the Arctic circle. Huh. They are close to Finland and Norway. The planes are capable of launching long and short-range weapons. Nice. All right. Now, back home here, when vagrants attack, another addition on the John and Ken show. The more you have these people on the streets, the more you're going to have stories like this. And this one is really awful. Police in North Hollywood arrested a vagrant. He stabbed a 22-year-old woman in the head with scissors. That just makes me kind of like fingernails on a chalkboard just how, for the pair of scissors sticking out of your head. How many times have we heard stories like that where they use a strange weapon and attack somebody in the head or in the neck? I, it, it, it's, I mean, that, because that is a homeless crime. people are often hoarders, like you said, so they're just gathering crap, right? Yeah. Probably found an old rusty pair of scissors somewhere. He's carrying them around with him. But that, that's, that's a crime of, of like psychosis. That's a crime of, of, uh, of a, like dr- a drug like meth that makes you impulsive and violent, where you just pick something up and then you plunge it into, into a woman's head. Says that Jonathan so. Cole, that's the vagrant, he was walking on a street in North Hollywood at 11.30 in the morning. The woman was walking the other direction. So he turned back and stabbed her in the head with a pair of scissors she actually fled to a local restaurant with the scissors still embedded in her head. Oh, no. Asked for help and collapsed to the floor. Oh. I assume she's, I don't know, it says she's in stable condition. He continued walking where he ran into a man and a woman waiting at a bus stop. He asked them for a light. Oh, that old ploy. And when the uh, female said no, he threw a jar of pickles and hit her in the shoulder. He's carrying pickles in a bed. Or scissors with them. <laughs> the man chased Cole to the front of a local supermarket where store security guards detained him until the cops I, I'm arrived. I'm afraid of every homeless person walking around because I, I don't know. Little time bombs, yeah. Yeah, you, you just don't know which. I, I, no eye contact. 
across the street. I I mean, a- anything. I don't care what they look like. I, I no, do not want to pass one of these people. And when, when I'm really nervous standing in a, a pumping gas now. And and just going oh yeah, in. that's that's right. You're kind of a captive audience. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 terrible. And, and I passed a guy today, and he was doing that meth thing where they just start talking and yelling, and he's had he was shirtless and he was twisting around, and I just went way to the other side of the street. I said, "You're right. No eye contact, nothing. I'll pretend I'm not even here, and just keep my distance." There was, and I'm not going to be able to find it in because time. you know whatever is going on there, they always sound angry, like they're having they're having an argument with themselves over something. Well, yeah. So you never know if you get too close, they might strike out. You get you get in the way of the argument. You might, or you might be mistaken for whoever they're arguing with. <laughs> I'm, I got to find this. I don't know okay. if I can find it in time, but but there was a post today, and it was out of Beverly Hills. Oh yeah, here it is. Here it is. A woman named April, who lives near Beverly Hills High School, and uh, he's she's got a photo, she's got a photo of a naked guy standing at a gas station convenience store. Oh, um, so this this uh, uh, this was uh, his pants were down. Oh, she saw the same guy at the corner of Gregory and McCarty Street twenty minutes ago when I called nine one one. His pants were down and his uh, member was out. Oh, he was no. standing there drumming on one of three uh, on one of uh, the green electric boxes while young girls and boys walk to school. Any child being exposed to that is bad. But if you have a young daughter, you need to drive her to school in the morning. It's not safe anymore. On the way back from dropping off my six year old, I had to call 911 again because there was another crackhead outside Beverly Vista. This one was clothed, but clearly out of his mind. Falling over, walking in circles, reaching for things in the sky that aren't there. Ah, Joe oh, Biden. Man. What is happening? <laughs> it's real. I mean, uh, several other people have seen this naked man in the neighborhood. Called police on him several times. Yeah, <laughs> nothing we can do. No. And I see, and he's got the picture of, of uh, Mr. Naked Guy just casually walking through the gas station. Uh, the acceptance is overwhelming now, and it's really sad and scary. <laughs> Look, and then other people This post- is the new normal. And then other people posted pictures of the same naked guy. <laughs> He's got bushy hair and a big beard, and here he is standing on a sidewalk outside a... Uh, like ten a co- more years of this, and nobody will be taking pictures because it just will be too ordinary, no. right? Oh, ten more years, this guy will be mayor. But <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> That's what you'll see. Today. The Democratic Socialists of America will, the homeless uh, party, will yeah. run them on the, on the top of the ticket. This is what they want. <laughs> Vagrant rights. <laughs> the right to be naked and to scream in public and to and, stick and scissors in people's heads. And police don't show up. Everybody's calling 911 and nobody comes. Because they're, 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 they're powerless. They can come talk to the guy or misdemeanor and Just then there's nothing to it. Give, what do you, give him a shirt. Yeah, give him some clothes. Pair of shorts. Oh, that's foul. Where was this in Beverly Hills? Beverly Hills. I thought you said they took care of characters no, like this. No, they missed that guy. <laughs> now, they should respond. I thought they did there. Don't they uh, still they, those they ambassadors? I, I think that's why she was writing and, and posting the pictures. It's like, hello. I called 911. <laughs> Nobody came to get him. What do I have to do? <laughs> uh, the world is over. All right, right, more coming up. 
John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Five o'clock hour is here. Uh, first story we're going to talk about, uh, the Biden administration's made a little change with the problem at the border. You'll hear what that is. The overwhelming number of migrants, over two million, came to the United States just during the first year of Biden. So we'll talk about that and uh, what this change is. We'll have the moist line. We'll have hacks for the dumpster, but instead today, the mob will be directing them into Satan's Lake of Fire. Now, that'll come up in the five o'clock hour. Hey, baseball head, funny, fl- funny flub. Legendary sportscaster Bob Costas mistakenly called the Cleveland Guardians pitcher Shane Bieber Justin Bieber. <laughs> Did I actually just say that? I thought you were going to say that he said that he called them the Indians. Yeah, that's what no, I no, no. He called them no. That would have been that would have been far worse. Yeah. Did I actually call Shane Bieber Justin Bieber? I vowed that would not happen, but I'm no. sure it's not the first time it's happened. As well, because the last name Bieber isn't really that common. No. And most people only know one Bieber, Justin Bieber. Although that's, we've had a guest on our show named Jay Bieber. Jay Bieber, who see, does we, great work with the. Uh, see, we know three. The traffic and the. Yeah. We know three. So uh, now, um, well, if you have a problem with the world's consumption of oil and you're really worked up over it, you think it's time to do something. Why not go to an art gallery and throw soup on a famous painting? (laughs) Wouldn't that occur to you to be the thing to do? I'm looking at the picture of these two protesters. They look about 12. Did you see their pictures? Yes, I saw one of them has uh, purple hair, which is always a bad sign. Is that a woman, a girl? Uh, I, 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 they, I, I can't they tell. They both have women's names, although the one on the right looks more like a guy. But the name is Phoebe, so I don't know what we're looking at here. <laughs> okay, we actually, I guess, have some audio. I guess this was a, I don't know. She's actually holding up a can of Heinz tomato soup. So let's uh, play the audio we have. What is worth more? Or life? Is it worth more than food? Worth more than justice? Are you more concerned about the protection of a painting oh, or the protection of our planet and uh, people? Uh, painting. The cost of living crisis is part of the cost of oil crisis. Oh, Fuel geez. is unaffordable these to pe- millions of cold, hungry families. Oh. They can't even afford to uh. heat a tin of soup. Oh, get a stretcher, carry her out. Well, yeah, aye, but aye. you. Oh, yeah, she's out. glued to the floor, right? Yeah. Oh, is that what she did? Yeah, to the wall. Glued to the wall. Excuse me. Apparently, the paintings have a glass covering, so they weren't damaged. Oh. Uh, so. Yeah. So all they did is throw tomato soup on glass. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, you're right. Up, Phoebe Plummer. 21 from London, and Anna Holland from Newcastle. These are a couple of British. So Phoebe's the person on the right. Yes. Undetermined. Pronouns undetermined there. So, I mean, she had time to make a speech. Was that before or after they did this? (laughs) It was like, did anybody stop them? Uh, I think it was afterwards. This is the Van Gogh painting sunflowers that they threw the soup on, but not actually on the painting, as we said, on the glass. Uh... Yeah, are you more concerned about the protection of a painting or the protection of our planet and our people? So that was the analogy they were trying to... These people are so exhausting. 
This is so stupid. There's little toddlers having fits. And so now the cool thing is they threw tomato soup on uh, on a glass window. Oh, they've been I mean, doing this for a while. It's called Just Stop Oil. They you know, glued their hands to the frame of a copy of uh, Leonardo da Vinci's The Last Supper at another museum in London. And they glued their hands to another painting, John Constable's The Haywain at the National Gallery. That's the thing to do, I guess, in, in London and England is to... Uh, Go to art museums and th- and glue yourself. You, you know what they're burning in Europe right now? No, what? Because they they're they're running out of uh, fossil fuels because of what the Russians did and their own stupidity. They're burning their underwear. They're pretty close. They're burning their garbage. They're burning oh, wood. They're wow. burning. People used to do that years ago all the time until we like burn leaves. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they're burning wood. Uh, they're burning uh, coal, including something extremely dirty called lignite coal. And they're producing so much, so many greenhouse gases, so much carbon because they got away from natural gas or they relied on Russia's natural gas. Just two huge mistakes investing in uh, too much solar, too much wind. And now it's all gone for nothing. Sounds like California. Yeah. Burning their own garbage. That's the only way they're going to stay warm this winter. That's ridiculous. I, they're in, I, we just can't, we can't like govern ourselves anymore. We're, the, the, the hysterical people have overrun and intimidated everything in Europe and here. And everybody's afraid to stand up to them. It's fascinating. They're just a bunch of loud, stupid bullies. And you see, it'd be really easy to disperse. Now, here's I mean, if another you can't one chase for you. away a, a, a girl in purple hair, I don't know what to tell you. Friends and family are looking for a Chatsworth woman who has disappeared. They believe that some of her mental health struggles are related to her COVID-19 diagnosis. And I guess this really has a name, COVID psychosis? Yeah, it's first I heard of it. Me too. Although, don't you think there's a lot of people with COVID psychosis? Well, (laughs) just about everybody who's wearing masks outdoors in the sun, I think, has COVID psychosis. Yeah, it's, uh, of course, they always talk about how with some people, COVID can have lingering effects on the brain. This one uh, says some have even developed paranoia, hallucinations, and psychosis. And apparently this woman, her name is Haydney Wilson, had a bout of psychosis in January and went missing. But she did return hours later and acted as though nothing had happened. But now she's been missing for a couple of weeks. Her mother said you start to hear voices hallucinate, start to get paranoid about people who care about them. Now, she has had mental health issues in the past, so it's not like she got COVID and all of a sudden... No. Complete change. So, no, all the, all the but pe- this may have uh, exacerbated some of her problems. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, I, I think there was so much stress from being locked down and from hearing all this uh, ridiculous, extreme, apocalyptic news I and know. warnings and closures that people who are barely, barely clinging to the edge of sam- sanity just they went over the edge, rolled right off the edge, and they're not coming back. Yeah, no, I, uh, I think that includes a lot of the. Outdoor masking people, you still see one a day usually. I mean, all the, bundled up. The British back in the 1940s, who were getting bombed by the Nazis every day, 
<laughs> what did they do after a while? They just got up every day and they walked to work and they walked to school. I remember seeing this in the historical footage. You know, they 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 just they, that's where they had their their stiff upper lip attitude, right? You know, like they weren't going to give in. And these were these were real Nazi bombs dropping on their heads. Here, you got this invisible virus, which mainly only uh, killed the elderly, and everybody's running around for two and a half years now like lunatics, terrified to breathe in public. And you see, they're they're writing headlines that another round may be coming. Oh, Europe, yeah. Europe is seeing an uptick in cases. Gee, was that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday's LA Times? I forget. <laughs> Every day. Every day. They got I... the uh, BA two point seven five two slash XR sixty three dot CA. You're pretty close. John and Ken, uh, KFI M six forty live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And Mark Ryder live the twenty four hour KFI newsroom. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms i'm diosa and i'm mala we are the creators of locatora radio a radiophonic novella which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast welcome to locatora radio season nine love, love at first, first listen. listen this season we're falling in love with podcasting all over again with new segments correspondence and a new sound Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.